Hello, it's Monday the 30th of November. My name is James Taylor and today's reflection comes from the Reverend Sam Nicholson, Associate Hub Leader in the Town Centre Hub, and I'm reading it on her behalf. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing today, the Lord be with you. Today we are looking in our new series of reflections entitled Treasure and Ponder, and the reflection is called Blessed to be a Blessing. And we're looking at Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 7. And we're using the NRSV translation of scripture. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you, and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as to the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took his wife Sarai and his brother's son Lot. And all the possessions that they had gathered. And the persons who they had acquired in Haran. And they sent forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land to a place at Shechem, to the oak of Moreh. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today, as we journey through week one of Advent, we remember the patriarchs. And today we reflect on Abraham in these verses in Genesis. This reading in Genesis marks a new beginning. Before this chapter we have all the familiar stories that make up what the scholars call the primeval history. Creation, the fall, Cain and Abel, Noah and the flood. Beginning with this chapter, the focus narrows. Instead of stories about cosmic beginnings, we read stories about one particular couple. Abram, Abraham and Sarai, Sarah and their family. Now, we have met Abram before, but only as one person in a genealogy at the end of Genesis 11, the genealogy of Shem, one of Noah's sons. What we know about Abram is that his wife's name was Sarai, that he moved from Ur in latter-day Babylonia to Haram in latter-day Assyria with his father, and that Sarai was barren. See Genesis chapter 11 verses 27 to 32. And then here in this text, we hear that God calls him to move away from all he knows. But then God promises him that he will make him into a great nation and he will be a blessing. I wonder why Abraham. Here's where it's crucial to read the text closely. God promises blessing to Abram, but not because Abram has done anything to deserve it. And neither is it for the sake of Abram himself. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abram, as many others have noted, is blessed to be a blessing. The blessing is not for his sake, nor for the sake of his family. The blessing is for the sake of the whole world. Abraham, as he is later called, and his descendants are to be a blessing to others too. And we see that in future texts. Joseph... Abraham and Sarah's great-grandson, will save Egypt and the nations surrounding it from famine. 
Later, Israel is called into covenant at Sinai to be among all the nations of the world, a priestly kingdom and a holy nation. See Exodus chapter 19 verse 6. As a priestly kingdom, they are to be witnesses to God in the world. Nations will come to their light, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 3, and will worship on God's holy mountain, Isaiah chapter 2 verses 2 to 4. And for Christians, of course, the blessing that is promised through Abraham and Sarah is fulfilled most fully in Jesus. Abraham and Sarah are promised by God that they would be a great nation, and they would have many descendants. They had to wait for that promise to be fulfilled. Advent is a season of waiting, and this year it feels like we've been doing a lot of waiting. Waiting for the virus to be over, for a vaccine to come. But as we do that, we hold on to the promises of God, that he walks with us and nothing can separate us from his love. And now, more than ever, the world needs that message. Some questions to reflect on. How can you be a blessing today? What are you waiting for? How is God asking you to live as you wait? What promises of God are you holding on to today? We end this reflection with a short time of prayer, with a prayer based on the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. Let us pray. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord turn his face towards us and give us his peace. Amen. Thank you for your time today, folks. Go well and God bless.